guess what? What? It's Monday when this comes out and we're having another so podcast this is, um, date. I didn't realize that this is a thing that we're doing like a new series. I told you when we did it, I wanted it to be a thing. And then I'm going to have it done the second time. So now it's technically like a cemented in never to be moved thing. Okay. Please don't be so excited. <laughs> now I'm thinking of logistics here. Well, it'll work week. out. Yeah. So realistically, we should have done this earlier in the week. But this week was really hectic and crazy, and you had, like, a million appointments, and, like, were busy with your life or something like that. So, um, technically. I did have a lot will, of things going on this week. Hopefully it will go better than this. But the point of this being is we did our first podcast date last week where we just had an opportunity to just kind of, like, chit-chat and talk and just, like, the two of us more so versus, like, you having, like, a specific thing you're teaching on or, you know, ranting about or something like that. Um, sure. But I was super excited about it, and I thought I had you somewhat excited about it until I started recording this. Who said I wasn't excited? <laughs> you just don't sound very uh, excited. What do you, I don't? How do you want me to express okay, my excitement? Okay. I have been holding on. This to... has been a this has been a, a topic throughout our whole relationship. What my I level have excitement never been able. <laughs> I have never been able to properly express excitement <laughs> to, high to my level. level. Ever. Because, but it's funny because you're definitely the more like emotional, sensitive, like responsive type person. But then when it comes to things that I'm excited about, I'm like, yeah. I need more excitement from you. Well, that's just because you get excited about silly things. <laughs> okay. Which is fine. <laughs> I mean, that might be true. Okay. So I'm so excited about this though, because I have been holding on to this for like, what, three, four days now? That what? I didn't know if we would do it as like an independent. Um, I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're I telling know, me. But this is what I'm saying. I didn't know if we'd do it as like an independent podcast that like we would do or if it would be our podcast date. But seeing as this needs to come out like tonight <laughs> so it can be up for tomorrow. Isn't that funny that we have so many people wishing like there I don't so many, but we've had a couple people tell us that. They talk along with us, and they wish that they could like interject. I things. wish we could hear you, you that guys. That'd be really yeah. cool. To It'd have be so fun to hear like you guys a whole group conversation like that. That'd be fun. That would be so much fun. Where's your microphone? Because you're sounding like really quiet on the Our, thingamajigger. That's better. There. Um. So I, I turned my head, and I had to. That lift. was it. So I didn't know if this would kind of be a standalone thing but obviously we don't have time so it's going to be our podcast date but i think that we will have plenty of like conversation here in this um so when i when you started the church and you started doing ministry and all this stuff like i signed up for a bunch of different resources just like churchy type resource things and um so i get spammed with all these emails from all these places and most of the time i roll my eyes and i get really annoyed i'm like really this is the garbage we're pumping out to people this is ridiculous and it drives me crazy but sometimes there's like some really good stuff that comes out and it kind of catches me by surprise well um a few days ago it came out i got this one and it's 10 online sins we're all apparently okay with did you see that at all? No, this it was an article. It was an article on crosswalk.com. Okay. Um and as I was reading through it, I was like, "Oh I didn't my spend goodness." Much time on Facebook this week. Was it on Facebook? I don't know. That's when I always get crosswalk stuff is oh, from okay. Facebook. So yeah, that's, I got it that's in, how I get it. Okay. I got it in some email. So anyways, okay. 10 online sins we're all apparently okay with. And I thought this was really cool because number one, this should cause us all to like hold the mirror up to ourselves and see if we fit in this category and we need to come to repentance and, you know, really look at ourselves on this. But then I think I, it was just, it was a really good one to stop and be like, oh, this is an interesting, you know an interesting thing that I know we call out so often, but then I feel like people just look at us like we're crazy and sitting here ranting about ridiculous things. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, like this is, this is a biblical issue and this is why we're talking about it. Right. No, I'm just kidding. What'd yeah, you say? Right. I said, be that as it may. Be that as it may. Well, you know, so it says the most subtle vices are the ones that everyone is quote unquote, okay with. 
Whenever we open our web browsers, whether it's Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, or Netflix, we're entering a world with a laundry list of quote-unquote acceptable sins. As Christians, we often fail to realize it when we are allowing the culture to shape our testimony when it should be the other way around. Being conformed to the world is easy, just be passive. But honoring Christ takes active obedience through the power of the Spirit as your mind is transformed by the Word of God. Are you allowing God's Word to shape your time online? What online sins are you tolerating in your own life and the lives of others? Here are 10 online sins we're all apparently okay with. Because I know that's the thing that mm. you and I, I mean, we talk about this so often, but it's like, it's not just the world that's doing these things. There's so many of these things that we are completely comfortable with within the church. Yeah. And that's the problem we're trying to point and out and talk about. And they do require you to take a look at your own life and make sure to see what you're doing. I think, I don't know, this is pro this article, I'll let you continue with the article because I'm sure it's probably going to go in this way. But I mean, it's important that we don't worry about our condemnation all the time. Sure. Because we... That's the other side of it, where you go too far right. and it's and like, I'm oh sure. my gosh, I spent, you know, 10 minutes of my leisure time online today. I'm guilty and evil Right, we can't, we can't get online and be, like, worried that we're going to commit some sin at all times. Yeah. Uh, the point is, is that we can't be comfortable with these, these things that... I, I'm going to let the article speak for itself. You go ahead. I don't know what I'm... Okay. So I think I think it was really good. And again, it was because as I was reading through it, you we should be reading through this and starting by looking at ourselves first and going, am I guilty of this? Am I... Do I need to button this up? I think type of a thing. Because it's not like, oh no, I spent too much time or I did this or whatever and now I, you know, which maybe you are, maybe you're doing really inappropriate things, you know, whatever the case may be, but I think more so just to kind of look at ourselves and especially... Yeah, I that's when you definitely can go online and, and point fingers if you're yeah, doing things yeah. that you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. And yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there are some clear differences, but like you and I, I know we... Not that I think it's worth like sharing publicly like a whole thing on, but we've been really frustrated because yeah. it's like... Guys, everything is like, oh my gosh, you are making so much noise over there. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that noise to happen. Um, it's been one of those things where it's like, you guys, like the world has been like shut down. Everything is different. We're home. Like, what are you doing with your time? Like, especially in this, this moment of history where we have so much time on our hands for the most part, you know, most all of us, kids are at home, sports programs are shut down, you know, all these different things. Like, where are our, our priorities? Are they on being in the word every day, spending time in prayer? Um, are we worshiping the Lord with our actions, with, with everything, you know, kind of going through all of that and then seeing the things that are coming out. I feel like they've become so, so like even rampant within other Christians of like, yep, I've watched everything on Netflix. What's there left to do? It's yeah, like, really? everybody if you've watched everything on Netflix and you haven't read the whole Bible, why are you talking? Right. You know what I mean? Like if you have that much time on your hand, what are you doing? So. Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of seriousness. I think in this whole situation, I think something that's happened worldwide, that's kind of unprecedented in the way that it's affected everybody, certainly not by severity. Yeah. Um, but by the way, it's affected the whole world, uh, especially since where we are with technology and everything, how it's shaped it and everything. Mm -hmm. See, how did we get to this already? You'll it's, see. It's, it, it always gets to this. <laughs> the, this. These past couple of months, we always get to COVID. Um, <clears throat> well, because it's just you can't, you know, it's not like you can. Escape. It is, but you can't say that. This isn't a truly remarkable event in time in history. And if we look at this from a biblical scope, we have to see the, the like you said, the opportunity that we have to glorify God, to learn, to grow, and, and, and more importantly, reflect. Yes. So that's what's, that's what's absolutely concerning because all we want to do is go back to a form of normalcy. And even myself, you find it's hard to be an American at the same time Yeah, because you find yourself want life needs to go on like it has in this country. That's what we're all about. Like we don't do these things. Like we are a people that we, we shop, we, we go out to get, you know, it's, it's, we're very, very, active and, and and you know we we engage Come in lots of things please we do all these right. things right so and that's what we need to get back to so 
there's a there's a sense of that where that's true, but then from a biblical scope, it's like, guys, look, you know, look at the look at the damage, look at the oper- you know, look at the different things that have mm-hmm. come from this. Uh, I think that's where it, it people kind of miss the, the miss the mark on it and don't focus on the correct things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so following that, the 10 things that they have listed here, the online sins that we're all apparently okay with. Number one, indulgence. And it says, should we really be bragging about how much we binge on Netflix? If we didn't have the reassurance that literally everybody else does it, we would probably be a little ashamed to admit that I sat in my bedroom, ate pizza rolls, and binge-watched The Office for the past 12 hours. That's a great point. We might as well say, I have no self-control, and my priorities are way out of whack. And that used to be something that was shame, you know, that you were looked upon absolutely but imagine that we... changing that and saying saying yep i binge watched the office for the past 12 hours which i totally get because i could probably well i don't know if i could sit for that long but i, I get oh, binge watching watch the, the office yeah the i mean office. there's things that you can but imagine changing that to saying i have no self-control and my priorities are way out of whack because that's exactly what it is and then it says as christians we have been given the holy spirit who wages war against our flesh Galatians 5.17 says to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Don't allow your flesh to control your actions. Don't waste away your days doing things that don't profit. And perhaps try binging on God's word. You might be shocked by the change it produces. And then they have quoted here 1 Timothy 5.6, but she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. But at the same time, I mean, we can't go to the Bible, uh, you know, upset like, well, fine, this is what I got to do. Because that's, you're missing the whole because point if that's the whole what you're point. doing. The whole point is to realize that all of these things are stupid and they're meaningless. And it's, 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 what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, we all know that if, if, you know, the boss man came in, if somebody came, if the right person came in, your butt would be off of that couch, dressed, everything would be clean, you know. We all have that one person. Why can't we live with that type of reverence for the Lord? I don't. I don't understand. I understand how difficult it is. I myself, I have to try to keep myself to the standard. So I have to consciously do these things. I have to consciously say, "Hey, I'm sitting here wasting time. I need to be doing other things because that's not, you know, that's not something that." a servant of the Lord or a teacher of the word does. So I have, you know, I'm not perfect. I find myself doing these things, but I have to practice mm-hmm. doing these things. Yep. I have to practice saying, what are you doing? Yep. Are you really, do you need to be doing this right now? Do you, you know, is this, is this, you know. Well, and, and that's <clears> where <throat> um, I actually didn't even get an opportunity to tell you about this. But in the Randy Alcorn study, um, the Seeing the Unseen that we're doing right now, he gives the example. And apparently he uses the example in one of the books that it's one of his like fictional books. But it's one that I found at a thrift store that I actually have that Travis and I have been planning to read together. And we just like haven't gotten to he it yet. He doesn't do a lot of fictional books, does he? No, he has, he does a handful. And they're really no, cool because really it's kind of like a C.S. Lewis type thing yeah. where like it's based off of something. it would be exactly like yeah, C.S. Lewis because yeah. he's a big C.S. Lewis exactly. fan. Exactly. Yeah. So it's very much like that. But he does have a, he does have a handful. Um but the, the thing is, and this, I thought it was like, I just thought it was so stinking cool. But he talks about how in this family, there is a chair. It's a very nice chair that's in the house. It's like right in the midst of where they eat and live and, you know, all of the things. And nobody ever sits in it. Like even if all the chairs are taken and there's nowhere to sit, people will go and sit on the floor instead of sitting in that chair. The chair remains empty. And so the guy asks and he's like, what's the deal with the chair? Like there's people literally sitting on the floor instead of sitting in this chair. Mm -hmm. And the chair is there to be a visual reminder to the family that Christ is there among them. That's so amazing. in the way in, chair, that's in awesome. the way that you speak, <laughs> that you talk, that you behave, that you know, and that's all awesome. of the things. But I think it's that genius. was such a, a genius thing yeah, because awesome. so often because you look at like rest is good. Having yeah. a Sabbath rest is good and God encourages that. But again, if 
Christ was literally like literally the Messiah, right? The God man was in your home. There's a difference between today is the Sabbath. My family are are resting and enjoying and worshiping the Lord and all of that versus I'm bored and don't want to do anything else. My priorities are out of whack. So I'm binge watching Netflix for 12 hours while I stuff my face with pizza rolls, right? So if Christ was literally sitting on that chair, right? The Messiah that, that suffered the most awful death for you and I, literally when he had done nothing, if he was sitting on that chair watching you all day, would you be like, yes, I feel completely confident in the actions I am taking <laughs> yeah, right that, now that's as I point. sit here binge watching TV or, or whatever, you know, it is playing video games for 30 hours or scrolling on your phone or you whatever it is like because there's a difference because yeah like this afternoon after we were done with church we had a great time of rest I have been floating around in the pool with our kids for hours but again if the Lord was here at this moment like I feel like I could stand before yeah, him be like, complete What's up? confidence. What like, I'd be like, yeah, come join. you know what I mean yeah. but but there's a huge difference between the two so again it's not the state of like legalism or constant worry or whatever you know the case may be but stopping or to it's think not that, that what we're doing is better than you and then no, it's no, never no. okay yeah. to sit down and watch netflix no that's yeah. not i mean what you watch should be because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of junk and like i don't netflix like the fact is like 99 percent trash i do not like the fact that it is in my house i know if, if i if it was it My is mom up to has me. it, and so we had logged into her account to do because we got rid of Netflix years ago, and it's like now that we logged into her account, it's like ooh, look at this, ooh, look it at that. It is like, up to me ultimately, and what we is very, very limited. There's I have like accepted the fact that <laughs> I have accepted the fact that I'm not going to be legalistic and say that no, you can't have Netflix. If you're a Christian, you have Netflix, you're like a bad Christian. Right. But so, if you if you have Netflix and you're a Christian, there should like literally you could probably count on one hand the things that are even like halfway acceptable. My kids to be won't watch anything on there. on there other than um, you know, like we watched a they movie have a lot the of other the old night shows was, on there that we Yeah, love I mean there's a couple of there, but I mean as far as like the newer stuff or movies no. or anything like that, yeah. absolutely not. And as soon as I mean as soon as it's out the better, but there's there's a couple of old shows that Heidi and I enjoy uh, in the evening. So and it's kind of nice to have free access. We, wa- to. <laughs> we watched literally the old, like, Dick Van Dyke, mm-hmm. Green Acres. That was on Amazon. They just put it back on, yeah. Um, oh, they did put it, put it back they on. They just did, yeah. Okay, we might have to go through that again. I love Green So we go through these old series. We're not, you know, we don't watch a whole lot of tv we don't know do any of that the twilight zone but the that point really is that that the heart of the issue um, is yeah, the indulgence the point yeah and that's the part that it's like that's what we stop and need to really weigh and be like is that what i'm guilty of it, but it is and i love that we might as well say we have no self-control and our priorities are way out of whack because that is a big one okay so the next one that goes into this materialism right that's a good one that's why i started doing all of that like minimalist stuff and talking about that because this was the process that i hit when i really started study you know reading scripture for myself you know years back and was like why do we have all this stuff this is stupid but let's read what this has to say it says the internet gives us the power to buy literally anything we want and have it delivered to our front door without ever even leaving the couch are you constantly placing orders on amazon because you simply can't get enough beware of filling your life with things the more attention you give to materialism the less attention you you'll give to eternity are you entangled in materialism A life of materialism is a life that hasn't experienced the eternal joys that Christ provides. These things of this world will all pass away, but you have been given heavenly, eternal treasures that no one can take from you. Live for eternity, not for stuff. When this life is over and you stand before God, those Black Friday Amazon deals you missed out on won't seem as important to you. And it has 1 John 2.15, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's a good one, and that's one of those things. We all do it. We do. We all do it. That's so true. But do you ever stop and catch yourself and go, whoa, I self. did this weekend, at, um, you know, this week, just it, it um, thinking about a couple things even. I mean, it, 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 the point, I got to the point where I was just, like, kind of disgusted. I was just like, ugh, I'm done with this. I'm yeah. done with with uh, with everything with it. But, um, 
I mean, to, to people that, you know, yeah, we have anything that we want at our fingertips. It's funny how these things now are jokes. We talked about this earlier in this mm -hmm. podcast. But these things are just our cultural jokes, and they're funny now, right? We have these memes, the Amazon memes. Yep. I'm, you know, I mean, you've even. Oh, yeah. If I were, know, if I was a Transformer, my name would be Am Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime are the yeah. ones where, you know, waiting for the Amazon package or. You know, I, there's so many different ones. Well, that was, I, I remember when I had to like detox myself and I took the app off my foot because I was like, this is stupid. Like, why do I so, I also quickly for the littlest thing that you just think like, oh, I need more pins for homeschool. You know what yeah. I mean? So I get on, I order that and then I order like five more things. And I'm like, oh, but I need this. Yeah, and and you like, end up getting suggested really? things and then going mm -hmm. that way. Right. Well, and um, there's a difference between getting the things that you truly need. Like for us, we took, you know, everybody, most everybody has gotten in the stimulus and things like that. I mean, we budgeted a portion and we said, hey, what is what is something that, what are some needs that our family truly has, right? And mm -hmm. we took care of those bills and like actual, you know, you know, physical needs that we have. Like our son had no shorts, you know, like clothing right. and certain things. But then it was like, okay, is there anything that would truly make home work for us and serve our family and we said a pool so we found a cheap great deal you know on a pool and we came in under our butt and said okay that is something that yes we are spending money we are purchasing something but it is to serve our family in a very specific need like there's a difference you like you don't need yeah, to feel everything guilty for that comes in here need. everything that comes in the house especially with you having a minimalist channel yeah it's got to be scrutinized not only by us, but I mean, we understand the it's got to be rightfully <laughs> so that it be scrutinized by other people. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Uh, I'm not saying that being scrutinized is a bad thing, because if you're going to be public with something and claim something, exactly. then you have to you have to be able to live it. And, and if you couldn't and answer, answer it to people scrutinizing you and going, hey, why did you buy that? Like, why do you have that? I thought you were all about this. Why do you have that? Maybe it's a misunderstanding when it comes from people and that's fine. But if you can't stand confidently before man and give an account of your sure. actions, like how are you going to stand before the holy and right almighty God and give an account for your actions? You know what I mean? And it's that idea of, of loving these things. So are you holding your possessions that you do have with an open hand? Meaning if it's here today and the Lord has blessed you with it today, then thank you. Amen. That's fantastic. But if it's gone tomorrow and it's pulled out of my hand, it's taken out of my hand, it falls out accidentally, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It is what it is. I, wasn't meant to have it any longer. I don't have it any longer. It's okay. Or do we get so wrapped up in these things that it's like, oh, you and know, I've these been things through that in this. I've all. been through that in this process where I've just, you know, something in the Lord's taken it away, and I've been like, okay. Um, I guess that's that. I, I, <laughs> I that's I I should have known better in the first place. Yep. You know, like I I, I didn't, but that's what it is, and mm -hmm. stinks. I don't want to see it happen a lot of times, you know. It's not but, my favorite thing, yeah. But whatever, it happens. So you you know when those moments are, and I, I don't know. Like when I finally got a new bed set because we genuinely needed one, and then the puppy jumped on our bed this morning with muddy paws and got everything nice and dirty. <laughs> 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 and that has been, um, that you know, I mean, for me personally, that has always been, I don't feel that I have been... I'm I'm really weird when it comes to that because I don't think I'm a person that's ex of extreme excess. I think I have excess in the things that I think I need mm -hmm. and I talk myself into, but I'm not a person of extreme excess and you know in, in these things. Um, I certainly have my downfalls, um, and like I said, I think the excuses I make up for myself sometimes um, are what bite me. But I understand that. And I, and especially since starting the, you know, since when I started school and, and we decided to, to well, not we, but the Lord <laughs> took us into ministry, you know, I realized that I'm like, okay, well, these things now I'm going to have to answer and I have to be scrutinized for every single thing that I do and everything, you know, so am I going to, you know, and what type of attitude do I have? Well, if I know that I have the attitude where I'm going to talk myself into something stupid and make an excuse for it that I know I need to watch out for that. Yes. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of these, I feel like that's been what I've had to, well, not I feel like, I know that's what I've had to live my life like for the past, 
years and it's not it's not a bad place to be it's 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 very very peaceful and understanding you understand what's okay and what's not you understand what limits you you reach and then Absolutely. you know every every Absolutely. once in a while you'll forget sometimes yeah. you're like oh oh yeah and if you're truly seeking Look. the holy spirit you usually feel that that internal slap really quick and yeah. you're like yep that was my boundary you're like, thank oh, you you pulled me right back right because i'm not perfect it still yeah. happens but my bound, I know where my boundaries are, so I know where, um, you know, I know where I know that I can fall, and I mean sometimes it catches you off guard, and that's those are the worst. But I think just being more spiritually mature, you learn how to do uh, to deal with that more. Absolutely. Your can is there more in your article? Yeah, I have more. We've only done two points. <laughs> You're the one that wanted a podcast. I know. I'm so excited. See? I knew once we got going, you'd get talking, though, and it would be fun. See, at first you were like, okay, honey, Okay, well, now you're going to yell at me for talking too long. Okay, you're going to love this topic, though. This one's going to be great. Number three, are you ready? Shush. Number three, pride. Social media is a great place to subtly brag about your accomplishments. And just because you preface it with the phrase, incredibly humbled for the opportunity to, and you follow it up with hashtag blessed, doesn't mean you aren't trying to parade how great you are. That is so true. If you're tempted by pride, don't forget who you would be without Christ. I love that line. If you're even tempted... Don't forget who you would be without Christ. See, and this is where, let me guys, let me try to give you a perfect human example of this, where we are not perfect. Nope. We cannot achieve perfection. Every single one of us will will attempt to bloat ourselves up at one point or another. But I, in which, we, you know, like I said, we all have, sometimes we do it in different ways. We all don't do it in the same way. Sure. Sometimes it could be a picture, it could be something we share, or something like that, that intentionally kind of makes us the hero or whatever. Sure. We all do it. Absolutely. But the other part was being a servant of the Lord, and I humbly thank the Lord every single week, every single day for the opportunity to be able to serve His people and to be able to be a voice for Him to His people. No matter how small the group is, no matter how big the group is, whatever, I'm humbled for the opportunity. That humility has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. I literally am humbled and thankful to be able to be to do this, that he has called me to do this. And because I am not worthy of the call, I am not... Um, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not, don't, don't fit all the requirements for the call. You know, I, I don't. And uh, the fact that, uh, and nobody does, that, that, that was a point, not just, you know, that's, that's what my point is, is that no, nobody meets those righteous requirements. Um, but then some people are called to be teachers and, and, and leaders and shepherds and, um, that's just a opportunity and a honor that you cannot take lightly. Yeah. And if you know scripture and if you, you understand scripture, you can tell that this is something going through Old Testament to New Testament. You could tell that the the shepherds are extremely important and they they are they are very violently spoken of, um, you know, yeah. if they lead the people wrong. So that's an opportunity that I mean, that forces you into a level of humility that you're just like, yep, I'm not. I do not want to get this wrong because I will. Because <laughs> I, I will, in my own pride and my own things, will 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 come up. But I don't want to. So that's the other side of it of having to know and understand what the what what that pride and put that pride in check and understand that you don't have a place for pride and you don't have a place to stand up so you you know you are nothing but a a guilty murderer mm-hmm. and if you can understand that like you what what voice do you have of saying anything or having any sort of pride of of puffing yourself up no, that, 
that's not how a servant of Christ operates in this in this world. Absolutely. It goes on saying there too, when you post something online, ask yourself if you're bringing unnecessary attention to yourself or if you are hoping to elicit comments that feed your ego. Um, To God, pride is one of the ugliest sins because it seeks to receive the glory that he alone deserves. Social media provides you with an exciting opportunity to spread God's fame to a huge audience. Don't try to steal that spotlight. And I would say, too, that sometimes some of the most prideful people that we know personally in our lives, they don't think they're prideful at all because pride, remember, doesn't just come and look at me, how good I am, how accomplished I am, how much I have. Pride also comes in, poor me, how I don't have, how I don't, like, it comes in both sides. You don't understand, right, you don't understand that there's two sides of of that. Right, like, we had a conversation with a family member, and we said, you're so prideful, though, that's the root of all this problem, and and her response was, well, no, I've I've never thought I was that pretty, I never thought, no, 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 pride is so much more than that, that I also don't think we really understand, right? Right, pride is your need to do this or to not to, to have to act this way or to not do something anytime that you put your your eye in front of it mm-hmm. for any reason is pride. Every time it's pointed at you and what you have, don't have, did do, didn't do, right? Whatever you are the central focus of whatever the issue is. Is a is form of pride. Here, that is a form a, of pride. And a fear, uh, even fear can is a form of pride. Yes. Because you're, you're so... You're so trusting in in everything but the Lord, and you have to be fearful. Well, I know I'm supposed to trust in the Lord, but, but. I can't. But mm-hmm. all these other reasons, and and that just and so that's, that's where the, the that's where pride is sneaky, and that's where yes. you don't realize it what it is. But I think it's so important to post, you know, to point that out because that is so 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 important um, to share with that. Um, so anyways, pride, that's, that's a big one there. Okay. The next point, number four, slander. And all of a sudden again, when it's online, we seem to be okay with it. We see this with comments that are sent to us on YouTube and things like that. Um, and you see this just scrolling on Facebook stuff that it's like, you normally would never have the audacity to say that to a person's face, but when it's online, all of a sudden it's okay. And all, all bets are off. So it says the internet is the place where we can slander and mock people without the fear of being punched in the face. Like, this is where when I was reading this, Brandon, I had to laugh and make sure that you're not secretly writing articles for Crosswalk and like yeah, not that's telling me about it because the face. I've heard that's, you say that so that's, many times. I have. That's something like I would um, say. We typically are far more bold behind a keyboard than we are in person. Social media can be ugly. Are you using your presence online to build others up or rip people to shreds? Again, even if you're talking about not directly to someone, but you're constantly referring to a group of people, whoever the people may be, be it they're right or wrong. If you're using that time to rip these people to shreds, you are a slanderer. You are slandering them. That That is a sin. That is the problem. Yeah. The greatest revealer of our hearts are the words we say, and that includes the ones we type. If we only knew the pain that one slanderous word can cause, if we only knew what trials people are already facing before we start verbally tearing them down, we would think twice about spewing venom online. Use your words to heal and strengthen. And it has Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk. Let's no asterisk. I promise you, it literally just says, let no corrupting talk, not uh, unless it's politics, unless it's right. this, unless it's whatever, come out of your mouths. But only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So are your words even typed? Are they building up? Are they giving grace to those who hear? Are they edifying of now, the Lord? The other side of that, though, is if you're being corrected by somebody in the Lord, that yeah, is, that is, they're not slandering you. You're slandering you, me. You corrected me. Your feelings. Right? That's where the other side. You is. could be correcting someone in an improper way, and like because I've had them. that. I've had that yes. happen so many times where they're I, they standing said, for truth, and are, then people are like, "You're you're ah, being ah. so hateful," and that yes. type of hate is not accepted, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
No, I'm no, no, not no. being hateful. Defending truth, God's word of truth. This is where you're not understanding God's word, yes. like period, because you have to understand that the truth is offensive. Yes. The truth cuts, it divides. But there's also a right way that leaders in the church are commanded by Sure, you're not to supposed to go beat teach. your 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 sheep over the head. You're supposed to realize that they're sheep. Yeah. You know what sheep are? They're they're not, not the smartest animals in the world. They're not. Nope. And so, we are all the sheep without a shepherd, <laughs> we, right? Like that. We are. That's, that's so us. it's like that in in the night. We are the sheeple. <laughs> we, <laughs> all we, of us being earthly humans. We are. So we have to remember that. And um, you know that's why the uh, the focus is definitely on the shepherds and leading the people correctly. Yes. But isn't it amazing? I mean, you see, but it's like, oh, but it's okay if it's talking about those nasty liberals. Sure, oh, well, it's, it's a, okay if you're talking about... The religious about, white is the, the Pharisees, are, the, the modern-day Pharisees are perfect with that. Yeah. If I'm an anti-vaxxer and you're a pro-vaxxer, then I can slander you because I'm right and you're wrong. If I'm for, you know, coronavirus wearing masks and you're not, all of a sudden we can slander you. Sure, if we're talking about, um, you know, Cortez or or the other one, you know, then it's okay because they're liberal, disgusting liberals. No, you're slanderous and you're going to have to answer to God for that. End of discussion. Like, that is what it is. So point five, which goes very hand in hand with that, is quarreling. Some people get on Twitter and Facebook for no other reason than to pick a fight. Which, if you don't believe this, start a YouTube channel. You watch people want to fight you for all kinds of things. Start anything (laughs) online. Anything. We couldn't believe that. We get some of the... uh, It doesn't matter. Anyways. Unbelievable. There is people that literally just... I I don't understand. Okay, I don't understand it. Maybe I'm old. I'm just old. I get it. Like, why do you just want to fight everyone? I get... You know, everybody's probably... There's people laughing. I get it. But I don't understand the whole trolling thing. I don't yeah. get it. Like you have nothing else I, to do? I don't get it. I, I don't get how much of a waste of time it is. I I understand that, that, that it's clearly there. There's people that literally make accounts that are strictly for getting on and going and trolling But I feel like that goes back to if you are a follower of Christ and that's how you spend your time, just like pick... And again... I think so many people think, well, I'm just defending truth. And it's like, but, but if you're just picking fights and arguing, then you're not, not defending, defending truth. truth. And it's like, but, but if that's what, if you're spending more time trying to post or respond or, or do stuff or whatever, fighting against that, then you are spending time in God's word, in studying God's word, reading God's word, spending time in prayer. Like if you're spending more time doing that than you are doing the other things, then you don't understand. Exactly. It just, you don't understand if that's the case. Yeah. Um, it goes on to say, though, do you know what takes far greater wisdom? Walking away from a fight without saying a word. Most online debates are pointless because all the wise voices are the ones refraining from getting involved, which means 90% of the participants are most likely fools. Dead serious. Yeah. Since exactly. online debates are <laughs> almost never profitable, they are almost never appropriate. Yep. One more time for the people in the back. One more time. Since online debates are almost never, almost never profitable, they are almost never appropriate. Done deal. And they have here Proverbs 20, verse 3. It's an honor for a man to keep aloof from strife, but every fool will be quarreling. All right, the next point, this one, and I, I feel so bad, but sometimes people recommend to me people to go follow, like, oh, you would probably love this person or that person or whatever, and maybe they are great people and they share wonderful content, but when I go look at their profile and all I see is selfie after selfie, thing after thing, I'm like, I'm sorry, you've lost me. Like, I already, I, I, I can't. Point six, vanity. Selfies. Selfies everywhere. You have to admit we overdo it sometimes. Bathroom mirror selfies, car selfies, gym selfies, work selfies, and just felt pretty today selfies. Does your Instagram document your life or your face? There's nothing wrong with taking a nice picture of yourself, but social media can easily become an outlet for your own vanity. Christ saved us so that we no longer live for ourselves, but devote our lives to serving him and loving others. Use your social media to showcase God's love, not yourself. 
And then it has Philippians 2, verse 3. Do not do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. That's what we have to, literally what that means is we have to look and go, why are we doing this? Why are we posting a picture of ourselves on Facebook for everybody to look at us? It's not about us. Matter that that point two seconds that you spent could be done doing something else for the Lord. Yeah. So that's literally what it means. Are these things ever okay? Should we? You know, that's not the argument, people. That's not. That's not what we're talking about. It's about asking yourself this question: What am I doing, and why am I doing this? Yep. And a lot of times, if you ask yourself these questions, you you end up, you know, like we said earlier, a whole lot of pride. You go, well, you know what? It just makes me feel better. I like it. Or I or me, you know, whatever else it is. So that's that's what this literally means. Yep. And again, there's nothing wrong. Like, yes, you can have pictures taken with you your like family. You like the new me of just stuff. stopping and being done? It's kind of throwing me off. I'm like, ah, wait, you ready to move on to the next one? I want to. Okay, but I feel like that whole talk of starting with how we're focused on self and what we look like, we get into this whole comparison trap, which I is I started huge. it this morning in church. Did yes, you I'm very impressed with you lately. Like, when your sermons now are under two hours, I really don't know what to do with our times. <laughs> um. Point number seven, discontentment. My wife wants to find Pinterest this way, which this was so spot on. Girls use Pinterest to create the life they wish they had. Whether you're creating boards for your perfect engagement, your perfect house, or your perfect man, are you using Pinterest to feed your own discontentment of the life you're living? No matter how good you have it, it's so easy to think everyone else's life is better than yours and the internet is here to make that possible. For Paul, contentment was sourced in Christ himself, not in his circumstances. Exactly. You may Philippians, have, it's high and lows, whatever circumstance. There. Hold on. You <laughs> may have the perfect house, perfect engagement, or the perfect man, but you, or you may not have the perfect house, perfect engagement, or the perfect man, but you do have a perfect Savior, and he has mm-hmm. given all things that pertain to life and godliness, right? That's 2 Peter 1.3. And then we have Philippians 4.11 here, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. That's that comparison trap. And I think, I mean, I'm sure guys do it too, but I feel like girls are just super susceptible. And that's something that you need to be, because even those of us that are like, oh yeah, that's not a problem for me. Like you have to be intentional about those things, you know, and what, what are you doing? What are you focusing? Because again, are you focusing your heart on the things that this world has to offer and not keeping your mind eternally focused, mm-hmm. that, that's a huge issue of discontentment. But that's something that we're totally okay with. And again, we make jokes of it. It's It's funny. hard not to. I'm not denying that it's it's not difficult. Of course it is. All of these things but are you know difficult. How, so honestly. <laughs> but do you prioritize doing them, you know? And it's hard for, you know, this is a line to do it. But I've tried to train myself in saying, okay, well, when, when times are great and super and wonderful, Remember the bad times. Yeah. And remember that you are just as happy now mm-hmm. as you were then. Yeah. And if you can remember that, then you're okay. Well, and remember But that- it's hard because you, you want to forget God. You yeah. want to- That's what When things say. are great, you do. You want it's to It's so to easy to him. forget so God easy. when things are great. When you have all the financial means you need, when you have the house, the car, the spouse, the kid, all of the stuff, right- so easy it's to so easy to forget god and to neglect that but yet when you are homeless and starving and sick and you know and lying in need on the floor you right realize now, how much in need you really are it's so easy to keep god at the forefront of your mind and um it was funny because i shared this with somebody in our church actually a while back because they had asked me a question about something kind of unrelated and i said you know what's kind of funny is when we were pulling in six figures, making all the money. We were like super high up in our little social circle of things as far as earthly success and like, look at them. They've got the kids in the house and the business and they do all the things. It was so easy to forget God and we were so spiritually poor. We, I mean, our, our, we were so deficient. It's not even funny. But now we've lost all those friends, right? Because we no longer have the fancy business and all of the notoriety and all of the things, right? We live out in the boonies and nobody talks to us anymore. But 
we are now, although financially poor and earthly belongings poor, right? We are so spiritually wealthy that, I mean, the, the, the change is just night and day. I mean, we don't even like recognize who we were in that time. But do we strive to be focused on the eternal, you know, and the focus on the Lord versus just being, you know, wrapped up in the other? Right. So point number eight, hypocrisy. Are you living two different lives? Are you trying to maintain a quote unquote social media persona that is completely different than real life? It's exhausting, isn't it? We typically associate Phariseeism with legalism, but living a double life is exactly what the Pharisees were guilty of in Jesus's day. Instead of trying to maintain your social media personality, maybe take some time off to maintain your walk with Christ. Followers of Christ are transformed from the inside out, not by putting on a mask. If you do a, if you do personal devotions so you can post pictures of your Bible coffee notebook on Instagram instead of communicating with your Savior, you're missing out on the refreshing peace that only Christ can offer. And then here it has Matthew 23, verse 25 quoted, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup on and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. And I think that's, you know, I mean, there's a difference between, obviously, you're not going to share your whole life on social media. I mean, some sure. people do, but I'm not going to share my whole life on social media. But are you being two different people? Or are you the same person? You know, it's one thing to share with loved ones and friendships that you have created and things like that. Like, that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We are creatures that desire to have community and fellowship and all of those things. That's fantastic. But that's where I think for a lot of people, learning to distance from your phones. Like I know for me, it's so easy, especially doing YouTube and stuff, to like Instagram literally every You've single thing. You've been pretty thing. good with that lately, though. But I do. Like I try. I know you purposely try to forget your phone. So I do. I want to like, I, there's so many times <laughs> that I want to get mad at you because I need you to be next to your phone. But <laughs> like, then I'm like, well, I can't get mad at her because I, I know why she's doing it. I know it, yeah. that she's doing it for a good reason. So yeah. it's like, ah, that's one of those worldly reasons where I'm like, I'm so <laughs> mad at you in like well, the worldly that's why sense. I but then try like... <laughs> to wear, I have an old smartwatch that I bought when we did weddings. And so I try to wear that. So at least I can see if it's like you notifying me of something, but sometimes it's hard. Like I can't always have it on, but it, I do like, I try to, keep like I turn all my notifications off so I don't it is get not notified. an Apple watch it looks kind of like an Apple watch oh yeah it's not kind of it's like, like an from old far cheap away. one from Amazon it really <laughs> it's an Asus watch from Amazon and I and I bought it's it like, like three years, years ago or, so it's or yeah four it's years old of, I guess no it was way longer, longer than, than that because you bought it um, when we were in Morrisville. yeah but um I try like some things that I try to do is I turn all of my notifications off I don't get notifications even for me I love doing Marco Polo and getting to chit chat with people but the only ones I respond to immediately are the ones when like we're counseling people or something like that. And I've told like people within the church, I go, Hey, if you see me, send me a Marco Polo, but like it's urgent and you need me right away, send me a text message. So I know, you know, for sure, because people, friends that we've gotten to, to, to meet and, and get to chit chat with other people from YouTube and Instagram, whatever, I can't be on there every day. So I like once a week, will try if I get a little pocket of time to sit down and respond to them kind of all in bulk, but trying to turn notifications off, keep my phone physically off of my person. And then really it's like, that's I, like not possible for me now. I okay, but like, your role is different. It's a little but different, but I do understand the same. you're answering questions versus like that's your job. Right. Um, but I'm saying like the hypocrisy of living two different lives. So I could sure. easily Instagram and, and being doing the YouTube. And well, the and Instagram that's why thing. I brought it up is because that's not possible for some people, but it's about. But you're how, not living two different lives. Right. You're serving exactly. people. That's what that's you're doing. What I'm but I'm saying that like I could take my phone and easily capture pictures every single day. Super cute, stylized photos that are like just the perfect little scenarios and setups, right? Well, that's not real life because, you know, five minutes after that picture's taken, the two-year-old's throwing a hissy fit, the seven-year-old's doing this, you know what I mean? And like the 15-year-old just got fed up and left to his room, right? Like, are we trying to present, like what's the heart <laughs> of the matter? Are you trying to present this like perfect put together picture when really your life is falling apart because you're not chasing after the Lord above all. Instead, you're trying to chase over this like perfect life that you put off to people right. or you're seeing others who put off this perfect life. So you're trying to mimic what they do. 
that's a big difference, right? So that's when I really started. Like they say, the in order to keep up with the metrics, which I'm horrible at and I don't care, I'm supposed to post uh, uh, Instagram photo every single day at about the same time, but a couple days a week, switch to a different time and yada, yada, yada. Oh, make sure share it over. Like there's this whole, gosh, I could not there's imagine. This whole metric though of what you're supposed to do if you want your post to even be seen. That's how you're supposed That's to do it because ridiculous. because pe- not everybody who follows you even gets to see your stuff. That's why like I can have like 3,500 really? followers. No, like I, I can have like 3,500 followers and like 20 people see my post. It's I crazy. did not know That's that. That's why you have to tag. You have to hit the metrics and do all of the oh, things. Wow. The more. Okay. It's, it, there's so much that goes into it. It's crazy. I told you I'm old and I don't know. So this is what I do instead. If I feel like there's something really worthy of sharing, which honestly I end up deleting. I have so many photos that I, t- I take a photo and I think on it and I go, eh, I'm going going to take a photo now and if later tonight when I get on my phone for a little bit I still feel it's that important to share I'll share it if by the time I get to later I've forgotten about it or I'm like eh, it's really not that exciting anymore I just I throw it away I just trash it it's no big deal who cares right and it's not that it was a stage photo it was just something that was happening throughout the day that I was like oh that's cool let me take a picture of it but then I wait hours before I even post it to see if I still feel the same way about it. Or was I just really hyped up in the moment and now, you know, now it's over. Um, and then instead of trying to play the metrics game to make sure that everybody sees my wonderful life, right? Because again, we're checking off pride and hypocrisy and yeah, all of these exactly. different things the, in one. All of the things that we talked Instead about. of stressing about hitting the metrics and the right hashtags and all the other stuff, which I use a couple of hashtags and things from here to now, because again, it does help get it to people who are looking for things off of that topic. And I think sometimes it is, you know, beneficial. I just pray every night and I say, Lord, put our stuff before whoever it could serve. I don't care about having a million likes, a million followers, blah, blah, whatever. If there is somebody that we can serve, Lord, please put this before them. Put the podcast before them, put the church before them, video, whatever. If it can serve them, let it serve them. If that's five people, it's five people. It doesn't matter because it's who cares about here and now, right? It's the eternal. So, um, I don't know. Those are some things I know I personally do to try to help with that kind of two-sided thing. So point nine being hatred. If there is one unwritten rule that I have discovered on social media, it's that it is completely acceptable to spew hatred towards others if they hate you first. This is completely, no asterisk next to it, completely unchristian. Jesus Christ called us to a radically different manner of life, loving your enemies. Is your light shining online? Every human being, friend or foe, is made in the image of God. And yes, that includes political figures. If you really (laughs) want to make an impact online, show love even toward those who hate you. Yes, it is natural hating Yes, it is natural hatred enemies online, but nothing about the Christian life should be natural. And then it has there Matthew 5 verses 43 and 44. You have heard it heard that it was said you shall love your enemies and hate your in er, sorry, you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I love say your to, enemy and hate your neighbor. <coughs> no, I was wrong. I think I'm choking on your incense. I think that's what's doing it. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. But that is it, right? We are so quick to be like, ah, especially when it comes to any type of any type of public figure, I think even like it doesn't even have to be political, but it's so easy to just start spewing musicians, athletes, political figures, um, actors, do any of that. It's so easy to start spewing hatred and we're like, oh, okay with it. And we sit there and laugh and chuckle. And it's like, oh, they were just saying it's not that big of a deal. It's like, no, it, it kind of is a big deal. Because from what's in your heart, you know, is what flows out of your mouth, which is what you're typing. Like, it's pretty serious. So anyways, point 10 being jealousy. Do you spend your leisure time watching the Insta stories of people who are living your quote unquote dream life? Are you growing bitter because the success and prosperity of others? Beware, the bitter, this bitter jealousy will lead to selfish ambition and ultimately towards destruction. And then it says, you'll, you'll find yourself despising those who have a better life than you, which again, better being your opinion, they have a better life than you. You'll find yourself questioning God's goodness. 
And all the while, you'll be missing the story that God is writing for you right before your eyes. Don't let jealousy cloud your view. God is writing a story for you. Rejoice in it. And they have James 3.16, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Dude. <laughs> and I think it's important to note there too, like you might be following someone on Instagram that at no fault of what they're doing or they're putting out, you are not in a place to control yourself when it comes to falling into a comparison trap or being put off or coveting or, or something like that. Even if that's not what that person is trying to do. Like if you're following someone and it's causing some kind of heart issue for you, it is okay to stop following and walk away, get out of social media, like get rid of all of it all together sure. because you need to be in the word and you need to be focusing and working on yourself and your self-control yeah. and all of those things. Um, again, at no fault to the other person, possibly. Um, or maybe you do just follow a bunch of people that are constantly showing off all of their stuff and are wrapped up on the in the things of this world. And you need it. Why are you doing that, following those people? That's certainly anyways? something that's very prominent, you know, everywhere. But again, are, are do you spend your leisure time looking at all the things? And that's so easy to do, right? Like, look at HGTV and all of the YouTube channels and Instagram and all of that stuff, right? And sometimes like I love, I found this one place, I love interior design and architecture and all that stuff just in general. And I found this one <clears throat> company and they do a lot of that stuff. It's like a husband wife team and they do it. It's not Chip and Joanna Gaines, but it's a different one that I found. And um, they just finished, they built like their dream house, right? And they, they share all about it. And then every Sunday they post like a blessed and thankful and it's like no you're not oh, you don't understand what these things mean it's so frustrating you know but it's like are you, are you watching things and like constantly falling into this pit of jealousy um because that bitter jealousy will lead to selfish ambition which always leads to destruction don't do it always always destroys a relationship uh, so yep. many things yep so if that means that you need to keep your phone shut off during the day, turn your stinking phone off. If it means you need to stop watching TV, stop watching TV. But again, this all comes down to our priorities too. All of these online sins that we're apparently all okay with, um, well, if we spend less time online, that can help. If we spend <laughs> more of our time in God's word, that will greatly help. And how much time are we spending in prayer, especially when these things creep in? When these things creep in, do you run from them as if running to escape the fire, right? Do you run from these things? Do you go to prayer? Do you go to God's word, right? What What are we doing to help combat? Because the, the, the worst part of it is if we just listen to these 10 things and you're sitting there going, oh, yeah, I do that. I do that. I do that. And then you do nothing about it. That's what's great about that little X button. Yes. On your computer. Get out on of your it. Phone. Get out of it. Exit out. Mm -hmm. Then when it asks you, "Are you sure if you want to exit out?" You yes. click yes. <laughs> I'm positive. I'm absolutely positive. I, I want to flee from this right now. But that's where I thought this was so cool because I mean we're all guilty of these things. So going through it, like again, your your sinful flesh is going to be okay with these things. That's that's why we're in the situation we're in as a body of believers, as the church today, why it's largely in a state of of just hypocrisy in, you know what I mean? Just all of this mess that we're currently in because we want to put on a show of one thing while we're actually doing something else. And so the problem is, is to know these things, to know that you're doing them and to not start making changes, to be intentional about having a biblical view about these things and, and changing our ways we're going about them. It takes work to be intentional, right? I would love, oh my gosh, I remember, I know I've told the story before, but shortly after you had your whole Saul to Paul moment and you like flipped our house upside down and we were like on board to do all this stuff, a new season of a show that I used to love came out and I had been waiting for that <laughs> show to come out for so long, so long. And it, I mean, I kind of rationalized with myself. I'm like, well, it's mainly good. It's, it's historical and I don't really care about the bad parts anyways. You know what I mean? But then when the new one came out, I'm like, there is no way that I can biblically be okay with continuing to watch that. Like I, I just, I can't, 
I'm, I'm like, dang it. Why did you have to like get on board before the show came out? Like, couldn't you have done this after I binge watched the whole season real quick? Right. But that's not the point of it. You know, we have to stop and look at these things. We have to be intentional. We have to walk away from things that our flesh loves. My flesh loves to do many, many things that are not building up my spiritual maturity and biblical literacy. Right. My flesh loves to do those things, right? Like I would love to go upstairs and eat, you know, that entire half of a bunt cake that's left. <laughs> but my body would no, be like, please stop eating. This is not good. Um, I didn't realize that was frowned upon. <laughs> apparently that's frowned upon us. But anyways, I thought that was like really, really good. And I have been dying for days now to sit down and do this with you. So... Surprise, that was amazing. Are. Isn't it good? Yeah, I thought it was I thought that was great and I'm glad <laughs> like, that you I did that. Like I thought what you wanted to do was going to be lame. No, <laughs> I never thought that. You said you had a surprise and usually those are interesting. I think you always you surprise me very well. So, I that was do good. pretty I think, good. Think I had a good time and I think there was a lot um, So, you know, I know that there are things in this that you and I can look at and be like, "Yep, I need to make sure I'm being a little more intentional about that." Like, I need to watch myself Yeah, with I think, that. you know, there But I hope that everybody listening is going to do the as same as well. As much as we talk out, we always reflect in. Mhm. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. No matter what. All right, anything else you want to add for this week's date? No, I think so. I think that was fun. It's fun hanging out with you. Yep. Maybe next week we'll just do something else, but we shall see. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>